Hello, and welcome to the show from Ground to Great, a business aviation and personal growth podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Ruiz Jimenez, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Jeremy Janowski and his friend Jacob, aka Shake. During the podcast, we talk about how Jeremy and Shake met through their fraternity, business aviation, how ideas are formed, and some ghost stories from Shake's life. Now, unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, some of the audio went missing during the recording. Thank you for understanding, and I hope you enjoy the episode. This recording was divided into two parts, one with Jeremy and his friend Jake, and another episode with just Jeremy Janowski focusing more on business aviation. Jeremy's episode will be released this week focusing more on just business aviation. Now, without further ado, here's the episode. Enjoy. So when did you guys, how did you guys like meet each other? We met through, so I recruited him into the fraternity we were both in. Yeah, I'll add you had you, what was it? We lived in a dorm room, it was called The Fountain, the UNF, and then, uh, uh, yeah, what was that thing you were, um, didn't you want us to like slaughter a goat or something? Yeah, you wanted, you wanted us to line the uh, bathroom with plastic and uh, turn the lights off and we had to kill a goat with our bare hands. Yeah, something, something like that. And they got on the thoughts and on, like, let them convince that they were actually, like, go out and do it. That's the story I heard was uh, Hudson and Kevin and Gabe were like, no, you can't do that. And you were like, what's... What's it matter? It's just a go. The whole point is, uh, really, it's about the. Pl- it's about. At the end of the day, it's about. Oh, oh, thank you. It's, it's about making the the pledges like feel on edge, like they have to do something wild, like constantly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear some stories from uh, from my friends back home. You know, they say like, like w- basically. You'd thin out the herd, right? Yeah. And, and see, you know, who's actually willing to stick and who's willing to stay. So, what what other stuff did you guys have to do? Or I don't know. I don't know how much you guys are supposed to talk about. They're trying. I'm the I was I'm the founding father of the chapter. So I never pledged. Oh, no kidding! I pulled. I did a pl- I pledged to different fraternity and draw and and the. So I did their whole pledgeship. It was my first. Um. Semester of college, I did. I did a pledgeship with DU. They wanted to extend it because a couple of the guys had like bad grades or whatever, and they yeah. started treating us like shit again. And I was like, "What the hell?" I, you were. You just started just acting like my friend. Like, what the fuck is this? So I just dropped him. You know. And then, um, got got an opportunity to start the chapter. I had a. How do you start one? How do you start a chapter? It's a right after, yeah. right after the, uh-huh. right after I left DU. Uh-huh. I had, um, I had this girlfriend that I had for the whole, for the whole rest of my freshman year. Um, we broke up, and I was kind of like, no, no, like to do with myself. Kind of beginning of a sophomore slump type of thing. We mm-hmm. reached out to the rabbi trying to find. Something thinking to Jewish fraternity. Thinking I needed to like find my community in college, so I just one of the people was the rabbi, and he was like, actually, within a few conversations, said we're actually gonna be like starving, like a pie or whatever. I'm bringing this guy down. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give him all your information. I'm like, 
Okay, then. Whatever, I'm just being thrown into this. <laughs> no, 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 you're, you're there for the ride, pretty much. Yeah. I didn't I Shmuley Novak. Yeah, it was Shmuley, and then it was, you remember Kyle Whitlock? Yeah. He came down. It was me, Sam, Sam Winkle, the wow. minus two guys, a uh, bunch of other guys that we probably never ended up meeting who just didn't stay. Oh, um, what's his name? Chad? Chaz, yeah, Chaz, I'm still friends with. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, who was the one, Brian? Didn't Brian throw like a screwdriver at Sam's nuts or something? <laughs> like the power cut out? I heard a story. Power <laughs> cut out? Wait. <laughs> oh, that's deadly. That's funny. He chucked a wrench at like Sam's ball bag. Yeah. <laughs> that's KO, man. Something I don't I don't really, I don't some of the guys I don't know you're talking about because some so many of them dropped within like a month or two. Oh no kidding! A lot it was just all and then uh, UNF was that kind of school, man. Mm -hmm. Some people come in they uh, they drop within like a week or two. Well, it wasn't even they didn't drop the school they just dropped the fraternity. Oh, yeah, they yeah. just dropped the fraternity, mm -hmm. and we just had to like basically Sam knew all these guys who were friends together guys who you are good friends with now those guys were kevin gabe jake i love and i don't know if you knew them at that you i think you joined like a semester after who hit me um it was those three at least It was Gabe, Jake. Oh, Daniel? Daniel Reaver's original founding father, but... He was maybe sometimes. But he didn't... By the time he, he came back, right? He came back, but and then but then left. And I don't... He, he's, I think he's still alumni, but I'm not sure. So what What are the values of the fraternity? Because don't you guys have, like, a... Um, I'm dealing about, like, you know, just, uh, like, loyalty and... Um, this for base, uh, there's stuff we can't talk about, but the stuff I'm going to talk about the very generic, <laughs> generic stuff that, you know, that any, that really most college affiliated groups would probably say. Yeah. What we, whatever, you know, the, the poster board. Discipline. Yeah. I do without you know, sayings. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Have you seen, have you seen your fraternity or being in a fraternity help you out? Like in... I don't know, like as you're older now, or not bad. I, I would say, yeah. I mean, me, you know, uh, Jeremy recently reaching back out to me, mm -hmm. you know, talking to you guys, uh, getting involved with aviation that wouldn't have ever happened if it weren't for AEPI, you know what I mean? I was able to go to Washington, D.C., my only time ever going there via the fraternity. Well, first time, is, first time in, first time in Vegas, or for none of our first time in Vegas. To the fraternity, we live cool, like ten days, right? It was a long trip. We were there for a week, and a week in Vegas does feel like ten days, because two days there feels like a long time. Mm. It out. Yeah, those properly reality. It was a new reality. <laughs> Just accept it. It was a new place of residence for like a week. It was like taking out a month long lease at an apartment and living there. <laughs> like a whole life was spent there. Oh, let's see that. Oh, of course. <laughs> That's all. It's like, you know, we're, we're both from Orlando and it's like us being from Orlando going 
to like Orlando for the first time as little kids because that's what Vegas is like, but just we're adults. Yeah, exactly. You know, what All, I mean? no accountability either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What goes in Vegas stays in Vegas. We're here, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I really want to go. I haven't gone uh, yet. That's definitely on my my bucket list. I always the more I go there, the more I feel like it's somewhat like Orlando. Like when I drive from Tampa back to here, and you see the skyline, like the roller coasters and the 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 swing, you know, at Icon Park. Okay, it looks very similar to the Vegas skyline. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, Vegas is better developed though. Like it's it's got a history of being like a place you go out to have fun. Orlando's like too much like Disney, and then they built the adults. Well, think about it. Vegas has a hundred year old history, while Orlando's is about half nineteen seventies. Yeah, and they came in at the half half of that time. They know that Disney adults got the Disney. Well, Disney's like well, Orlando's like the reverse uh, development of um, what Las Vegas. Like Las Vegas was like adults and gambling mm-hmm. and uh, strip clubs and bars, but Orlando's like the kid friendly kids and. <laughs> uh, I feel like it depends on the area that rains. Where's Cafe and a Lego store? Yeah, um, but now we're starting to get bars, and you know, Las Vegas starting to get like Lego store. You know, that is it. Speaking of kid friendly in Las Vegas, you yeah. know that Universal is doing a couple uh, um, expansions. They're putting in a new Universal in Texas, north of Dallas. Oh, a kid friendly one. So no thrill rides. Maybe they'll oh, have, maybe they'll have like a Transformers ride at most or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a replica. Maybe maybe a, maybe a Forbidden Journey thrown in there. Forbidden Journey. You know what I'm saying? You ended up in Las Vegas. <laughs> but in Vegas, they're putting in a year-round Halloween Horror Nights park. Oh, they announced year-round. They announced this both of these things last week. What better way to sum the joy out of Halloween than make it all the time? Yeah. No. Yeah. Especially if you get the, uh, well, I mean, there's, I mean, people get the annual passes and stuff, and they still go crazy. I don't know how you can get an annual pass. Yeah, but that's like and the, get the most out of it. September comes around, and you're like, I'm taking off every Thursday night, Friday night. I'm calling out, I'm calling, you know, I'm to like, I'm telling work, you know, I'm telling the the alehouse that I can't be working Wednesday evenings past ten because I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights every single day. And I like to yeah. do this till like November 1st, like September 10th to November 1st. Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of what you're saying kind of removes the... Um, the magic. Yeah, yeah, it was inside. Like it's March. It's limited, right? It's like the season. About yeah. being like, it's March 20th, kind of. I wanted to be Halloween Horror Nights. Apparently they're going to do clever things, like depending on the season. Like a 9-11 themed house. <laughs> Yo, look at that. I'm not going in there. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. If I can't say no. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, like, uh, they're gonna, like, you know, like, Christmas, Valentine's Day, they'll do something creative with it, you know what I mean? I know I shouldn't say it, but I want to. <laughs> I mean, whatever you want. It's going on Spotify, so. Are you sure? Yeah, go for it. Like, like a Jewish holiday that they're gonna do or something? No, they house-themed, let's say, uh... Ah, uh, come on, guys, don't, don't look at me like that. I don't know what you're gonna say, say it. If it's really bad, we cut it out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. I guess you can tell why uh, the rest of this section was uh, removed, but enjoy the rest of the show. <laughs>
<laughs> hey Jerry, what's the uh, what's the language that only you and uh, what like a select handful you know? Yiddish. Yes, bro. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. Tell me the story behind that. You don't know any Yiddish, so you're here. He he's, he throws it out. Language. Yeah. yeah. Your first language is Yiddish. Yeah, my grandparents taught me Yiddish when I was like two to. Oh, oh well, so you're fluent. Not fluent anymore. But you were. Yeah, one point. Yeah. Wow. Well, what what age did you stop like uh, like feeling like oh I'm not as fluent as, anymore? Ooh, when my grandparents died. Mm. How old were you when that happened? Mm. My grandfather, like my first grandfather to pass, mm. he was eighty eight, so like twenty ten ish. I was I was like you know fourteen fifteen, just kind of stopped. Uh huh. You know. And it wasn't really relevant anymore. Because you, you spoke it with them most of the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I still speak it with my mom um, quite often, like, in the house or something when I'm over at their place. Uh, we talk, like, English, right? Uh-huh. Like, they sing out. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's, it's the language that my family had, but I never was taught in. From where? Like, oh, yeah, all over Eastern Europe. Yeah, all over Eastern yeah. Europe, yeah. <laughs> His... It's so the crazy thing about like Yiddish speakers and shit like that. I mean, I don't think you. I mean, you probably understand some bit of the slang, right? Like, oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's so much ingrained in um, American English as well. A lot of people don't even realize. Oh, Give me yeah. an example. Schmuck. Uh, really? So I guess I've heard. Uh, schmuck is the biggest, but like, have you ever like schlep- schlep- schlepping something? No. No. Yeah. What is schlep? Dang, let me not be carried out so you don't have to schlep it around all. <laughs> oh, well, I'm saying something uh, my putts. Or, okay, aviation related. Like, okay, if you're having a bunch of connecting flights in one day, that's a big schlep. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I think through Atlanta, geez, what a schlep. Yeah. Oh, oy vent. Oy vent. Oy vent, yeah. Oy vent means. Let's do uh, O pain or O pain and violence. O pain, uh, Oy vey gewalt. Like, it's, it translates to directly what? Like, O pain and violence, right? But that's like us in English saying, like, uh, oh my God. Like, you don't really have, like, it's not like, oh my God. Like, you're not like praying to God or something, oh right? God. It's just something you just kind of should you say, you know? Oh, bro. It might get sicky. I know I, you said your, um, your like curse words are so oddly specific, right? Like, man, yeah, there's something about like something about pulling something out of the ground or something. There was, do you remember that? Yeah. Well, there, well, what was that one? Let's see if I have to look over here. I have a whole book full of this shit. <laughs> all, all the curse words in Yiddish. Yeah. <laughs> book. My mom got it. My mom a lot. That's Yiddish or mom. It's called literally the book is uh, like dirty Yiddish or something. Dirty. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There. It's probably right over there. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. All right. Somewhere. Not really. Neither. Right well, we got Nikola Tesla. Oh uh, yeah. Dude, I. You know, it's crazy that Thomas Edison really took his idea, man. Uh, Thomas Edison. And so the point. He's a businessman, but man, really, you're not gonna give him any credit. Dude, Thomas Edison fucking abusive towards Nikola Tesla. Right. Like, Nikola Tesla, I could get into this for hours, but... <laughs> it's an idiot. You know, what a great... Like, what a real a real inventor, you know what I'm saying? He was a real inventor. Gather good ideas, kind of like summons him a little bit, and lets the ideas come to him. Like, he had a almost like an extra antenna up here. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of gather shit, right? A really weird guy. Edison... Probably better at business. 
than he was at being an, an inventor, creator, right? Yeah. But, and see if I can find this dirty Yiddish book. I believe that they, that that Tesla, like, allegedly invented time travel or something. Ah, man, I don't know. I think, uh, that was my closer. I heard that. That was, like, towards the end of his life. But after his lab burned down, uh, which, by the way, is a conspiracy that Edison paid to have his lab uh, break down on Long Island. Mm. Um, he just kind of went insane after that. I would, too. I think he was lost it autism spectrum because a lot of that shit is like it's pretty consistent i mean that lab was his his thing you know that was that was his life everything was in that lab yeah and what happened button just kind of go what else what what else am i supposed to live for yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for by that time i mean geez you're old you're maybe you don't have like that sort of uh, strength to rebuild stamina plus you have the pressure of you know being paid attention to by that point he was already you know like famous right well he's well i think he was relevant in the time but it, it wasn't like he was he was always sidelined yeah exactly like yeah yeah, yeah. it's unfortunate but same thing with uh steve jobs and and um uh who was the guy who actually had i saw the movie um literally like two days ago where steve jobs he actually just went over to his friend's house and he saw that his friend made like a keyboard that connected to a monitor, so you could see, you know, Rob Claudia's his tags. And he's like, "Oh, or yeah, proved yeah, on, yeah, uh, or proved yeah. creativity, yeah." Or they saw as people, or they saw the potential of stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, his friend was like, "Oh, just like it's whatever, you know. I just made a computer, like nothing crazy." Yeah, like my girlfriend's dad. I'll keep them anonymous. <laughs> he Clay, and he's like sixty something years old. He claims that uh, back in the 70s, he dreamt of a laptop. But like one night, he dreamt of the concert. Right. <laughs> I I believe it. He said he, he he said he had a vision of the future of that night. Because he saw something that you wouldn't see for at least another 20 years. Yeah. You know, when I think about ideas, I think ideas come to you. But ideas don't really care, like, who makes them. You know, like... Like, it's almost like a, like a whispering or something. Like a fishing? Like, it's almost like, uh, you, you get this, like, idea and you feel it. I don't know if you guys have ever had, like, a crazy, like, million dollar idea or, like, something that comes to you and you're like, holy shit, man, this is God in a five minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you have those ideas as I'm waking up or as I'm falling asleep. Mm-hmm. The only two times when I have, like, I can solve problems. Like, engineering shit. I mean, uh... Yeah, like, uh, it could just kind of, like, when, I don't know, when maybe the part of the brain turns off, like, the conscious part, like, like, ten minutes before, just, like, yeah, and then that's where you should get solved, yeah, like, yeah, like, right. yes, yes, but it's, like, a feeling that you get where, with that idea where you're, like, holy shit, like, I, it's kind of hard to describe, where is the alley state, where it's with you, and it's just kind of really your self, right, your true identity, you're alone, and you're, like, in my case, you're just kind of, like, in bed, falling asleep, and then, just be yeah. a little very, like, yeah, yeah, I think the light bulb, it's just, like, sharing, we're almost, like, that idea just kind of, yeah. It's like, oh, you're ready now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could now appear. You could even be like hanging out with some friends, and it could just be like, you know, wouldn't it be nice if we had something like this, whatever that this is? Yeah, not. And then the lightning bulb is like, oh, and you're like, oh shit, 
I think a lot of ideas tend to come to you when you're uh, not so anxious or stressed or... I think when you less think about it, when you least think about it, like, you never, you don't expect it to happen. Well, when you're feeling good or, you know, there's not much to do, you know, not much responsibility. I mean, think about it. A lot of people, a lot of responsibility, don't, not so creative. We're worried about the next thing. We're here, we're in this room, we're hanging out. Even I would be too shocked if someone came up with a better idea in this room. Was it now? Really, the wood wander, you know. Some of us in whatever they're doing. It was them. So people who are busier tend to be more creative. No, no. People who are just kind of enjoying themselves in the moment or uh, away from their work. I think there's a, I think there's a, you know, there's a couple arguments, I think. Yes, that, but also if you're constantly doing something where you need to solve a problem, if you, depending on what you run into, you may be forced to be creative in order to solve whatever that is. But I feel like- but like a new idea. I, when, what you're going off of, Jacob, I think that's true, but sometimes you get so sucked into it. Like for me, for example, if I'm trying to solve a problem, I think so, like so much about it and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to- depart myself from this right now i can have and i go distract myself or or just do anything like or like be in the moment what jeremy was saying and then like an idea will come and you're like oh shit that's what i was like that's what's gonna help me solve my problem you know i don't know i don't know if that happens to you or if you're just like or you could actually just fully focus on whatever you're doing and you're trying to figure out a problem and it comes to you for me like i i can't do that i have to like separate myself from it momentarily for me i just see creativity as having an independent thought not influenced by anyone else whether it's practical or not just original i've always known shape to be that way some of the ideas you have are just completely completely out of left field i get you're like a left-handed pitcher pitching from third base no like it's super far out and off into the left that's what you need though nowadays you know like some like nasty innovator yeah, some of that because some of that comes yeah. up, and it's like, wow, like we've never solved. Because I mean, for most of the problems and stuff, there is like there's ways to. I mean, that's like a, what a formula is, you know. There's a certain way to solve a problem, but I feel like for nowadays, like imagine there's gonna be someone that comes along, kind of like I feel like Elon Musk, you know, like someone that comes along. And I think he's pretty exceptional. Like you're right in a century at least. Yeah, yeah, kind of guy, you know. And, and, you know, there's just a different way of thinking to do things that, I don't know, I think different societies need, like fucking Mozart, right? Yeah. Beethoven, yeah. Well, we I think a lot of creativity is uh, actually creating problems. Like, in a good way, like, you create something, like, the iPhone's a fucking problem, you know? <laughs> you, you can't develop apps, you got a huge issue there. And if, if, you, if you... That's true. Well, that's something, you know, people didn't know what they wanted, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. for example, the invention of cars was a practical solution, but obviously created, you know, an, an insane amount of problems I, I don't need to get into. And, yeah. I think it had worse. It is. They're probably doing all right. Yeah. And again, it's, it's a, it's, it's a necessary, not evil, but comes with a lot of downsides. Mm. It's easily the most dangerous activity everyone does all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, the, and could we live without it? What's more dangerous than driving around all the time? Especially on 992. What's more dangerous than driving? Oh, now that, like, that, like, a normal, like a normal person would do. Yeah, like not working. Like just daily, just regular shit. 
I can't think of a more dangerous activity that everyone does all the time. Maybe going to work. Fast driving. <laughs> Where do you drive, bro? Yeah, I guess. I'm trying to think of something that... I mean, yeah, that's, that's a good example. Okay, well, okay, it... Maybe riding on a bike is more dangerous. It depends. You know, maybe, maybe, because yeah, yeah. those shits can explode. Like, the batteries themselves will explode on you. What? Like, vaping? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I never really known anyone who got into, like... I know more people who got into fender benders than I think broke, you know, broke the cap on their bait. Yeah, that's true. You know, I thought driving is a good like thing. Like, Pat gets into a fender bender, like, it's a, it scrapes a little bit of a light pole, you know? Every now and then, but like I've never seen him blow a cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> like you, uh, you can drive something fast enough to kill yourself and and others in an instant. Yeah, yeah. But a vape, you know, that takes over time, right? Over. On it, those are isolated, rare circumstances where they explode. You know what I mean? Compared to how many, how 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 often are car accidents? Yeah, from yeah, every day. You go to you can go to one of those maps and see where car accidents are happening. Like, literally, like we might have to be up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel like most ideas they do like come with like a maybe not like a like yeah like more problems or like consequences of, but they're almost like essential. You know, because it's like what for example, people that you lived without a phone and they got a phone. It's like oh, it's kind of hard to you know. We're shit with adoration. We're the last people on earth. Who, uh, I don't know about you, but like, Shake and I, I call him Shake, that's fraternity, or whatever, right? I actually didn't know your name for like a year. <laughs> just shake. Oh, a couple of notes. You did. You didn't know that. It was like a conspiracy, right? Like, no. it was like, oh, we're not <laughs> I heard people say like, name's Jacob, and it's like, mm-hmm. hey, that's your, but it was always Shake, shoot, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, that's real, man, that's really like, <laughs> that's store, that. So in the beginning, like when we all, there was like 13 founding fathers, there only ended up being two. Uh, then in the beginning, like I was being like, like Jake, nice to meet you. And I was giving this like intense handshake Yeah. at the time. I remember uh, body like went side to side too. But when I walked? Um, yeah, but like also like shaking the hand, like, you know, like you put your, you put your, uh, uh, what? Hold well, on, out to this, making sure that I gave people firm handshakes for some reason, and I guess I treated yeah. a little bit too hard. <laughs> so, so shake, yeah, so shake came about. <laughs> you know, there's, there's like, oh, go ahead. I've never really been in a group where I never ended up with a nickname though. Mm. What's another nickname? Like I worked at, you know, have you been on the Rip Ride Rocket Ride at Universal? No. The big brand roller coaster. I've not been to Universal here. Yeah. Oh, you've been to California. Yeah. Um, they called me Bojack, like from the show Bojack. Yeah, Horseman. Yeah. There's no explanation for it. You know. You were the right operator for that. Yeah. 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 Dude, what the fuck? You launched people. You like you launched families from like the UK up. You may think you knew me then. Yeah, but I got this. I was always like, um, it's pretty funny. We're always talking about the group chat. I'll be like, hey, guys, I'm at Universal, like, free tape dance or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was always, I was like, I'll get you guys in, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't remember that? 
I have no, I have no recollection of it. Oh man, I just, I was like the plug for all of that, all the universal stuff. That's just yeah, but like you know, my aunt's like work. She was retired at Disney, has uh, then the Mickey Mouse costume like permanently like injured her shoulders, so she's on like disability. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, so she gets like tickets for life, and for prior to COVID, she was just able to get us in all the time. Now, okay. as it, well, now, now she has to find out like two months in advance. And the back then, it's like day of, I'll meet you at Epcot. I'll get you right then. You get all four parks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I brought I brought Onion. I brought Kevin. I brought Gabe. I brought uh, Ari as well. You never brought it. Yeah, I never brought it. Sorry. Because you never, you weren't there. <laughs> and probably, probably was best that we, that that never, that you didn't come because we all, Fucked with the Ouija board. What? Well, no, no, no. You believe in that? I don't really believe in it, but it was just like, why did we do it? You know, really when I moved to the thing, did you move it? Hey, man. I don't, it didn't really work. It, no one really moves it. Well, it's a psychology with the other side moves it. Well, there's there's a psychology behind it. Some people say that, uh, or what's it called that you think you you're not moving it, but really you are. Or yeah. knows, right? You know that. I the thing is very flimsy. It's very light. Mm. It's easy to just rest your hand on like something like this and actually yeah, it. Yes, that type. Like if if I put my hand up and like you know just keep it there, it's gonna you know end up. Sh- it's and it's very light. It's like you have to put even t- if you're to just put a little bit of pressure on it, it moves. Mm. So it's just just trying to like have it even stay. You might actually move it, which is why it's kind of a joke. Yeah, you know what I mean. Did you get a message or anything? No. Oh no, it's just looking back. I was like, why did I do that? Like, <laughs> my, my sister who was sick, like at the time, just was in the house, and it was probably like inappropriate for us to do. <laughs> so you guys were like, let's do it. <laughs> it was just there, and like the guys saw it, and they're like, oh fuck yeah, you know what I mean? Let's do it. Yeah, no, that type of thing. Oh, it's fine. No messages though. You guys were like, oh okay, what did it? I wasn't looking for any, you know. I mean, but like, I mean, it, it didn't like move on any like. You guys, I've make experience. anything. I on experience stuff, and that just wasn't one of those times. Oh, okay. Yeah, it just wasn't wasn't it for sure. Oh, that's crazy, man. Yeah. What'd you What'd you experience? If you want to share your stuff, like this, um, I forgot. I feel like it was this girl, this this ex that I had, um, freshman year of college. She would like talk to ghosts like all the time oh what yeah and i just felt like she kind of opened up like some portal or something oh shit yeah yeah and, uh, like like i didn't want it at all my leg uh my first um apartment i remember do you remember my first apartment oh yeah <laughs> that one i was the one at bay meadows right yeah. no that was my second term well, yeah, I went there because I, Onion, like, we went there one time. I didn't know you too well, but yeah. I knew what you were talking about. You had to wrap around porch. No, we didn't have a, we had a porch, but it wasn't wrap around. It was a screen den. But, um, I would just always, like, feel like I would see, like, something move around in the kitchen, like, from a distance, and that would, like, All weird, weird how, like, weird, from, like, under a couch. And then I went down by like I just said, "Stop it! Stop it! And it stop! Stop bothering me!" Yeah, it kind of hurt like this, like 
disturbing kind of noise. It was like screeching. Oh shit! Yeah. What'd you do? Did you end up? I mean, did you move out like after like a few weeks after that or what? Yeah. I said it when I knew I was moving out. I felt oh, okay. leaving. Oh. You know, and I knew I felt like it was following me back and stuff because like my door would like sudden I would go back to Orlando and like my door would like suddenly slam shut and stuff like that. And I'm, and I was like, Are you fucking kidding me, like motherfucker. <laughs> That's crazy. And um that all ended. Definitely made me stronger for the next thing. Yeah. Um were you you were there when we went to Fort Lauderdale for Haiti Pie, right? Were you there? No, but this is going to be a crazy story. Go on. Okay. And you've heard, you've heard. No, I mean, I don't know. You know about the drive, the drive from Miami. Oh. You've heard that story and you remember it? But tell the don't. You basically remember it as a fucking. <laughs> What's crazy is that I've heard this same circumstance, not the same exact story, but like the same by like other people, like just randomly all throughout, like all down, like, oh, Shake had this experience one time. And then like, I talked to a college professor at UCF and they were like, that's crazy because you talked about my this. Experience? Yeah. I tell them like, uh, you know, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I've talked to like a handful of other people who were like, really? I thought I was insane. I had other experience too, just like that. I bet like four people since you called me that like, I don't know, 2018 or whatever. Yeah. Hey, this yeah, is a tour. It's it's Neil, I mean, I tell a story. I'm a treat. Yeah. <laughs> probably where you think it's go. <laughs> it's exactly. If you took three guests, it's a tour. I went up with my friend from <laughs> I drove from Fort Lauderdale to Aventura, meeting up with my friend from Birthright. And, um, worse in South Florida. Yeah. And then I drove, I drove back. And I'm around like Jupiter area. Are you familiar with South Florida? The northernmost part of South Florida, like northern Palm Beach. Okay. Right where you just start kind of getting into like around these parts, like right before it ends down there. Okay. Jupiter, we're getting close. Yeah. So Jupiter, I'm like right, right past it. And then I see all these like lights in the distance and i think oh it's like maybe a football field of the distance you know what i mean like the lights okay and i'm thinking like oh maybe it's helicopters or something were they flashing or was it all of a sudden is ready it wasn't flashing it was just a few and i felt like i kept seeing more so this is on on your drive this is on your dear white light i was going like 80 on was it like a white light or was it yeah like a what like it's not a white like it like a street light I thought it were street lights. I thought not. It's like how much? Like a foot, like a high school football field lights. Where they kept multiplying. No, they weren't moving. That's the thing. They weren't moving. I kept driving closer, and you would think that they would move in some capacity because of how fast I'm driving. And yeah, yeah. They shouldn't be in one place. Like they're like, what are they? Super far away or something? Are they huge? You know and. I noticed like small lights. I'm like, what? Like I don't see them popping up. I just see more around me. You know what I mean? Then I try to get it on my phone, and my phone is it's not working. It's pitch black. What? And I feel like the whole thing was maybe like only like ten minutes at most. That's so long. How, after all of that maneuvering, yeah, like it, it feels like there's a right. It was like it became it became like like stars around like how how many lights there were 
you know, and my phone, I still wasn't getting it. I'm like, what's all right? And and you knew you knew beforehand before you checked your phone, like it was like fully charged or whatever. I, was, I wasn't scared. I was just trying to document it, like, yeah. what's and I'm just driving straight eight. Was your phone on or was it just? Like- yeah, it was on. It just it was it was dark. It was just pitch black. I I open I was able to open the camera app and like this, but it was just looking like that. Just, oh, okay, just couldn't get a good. And just oh, okay, it wasn't able to get the lights. It was yeah, showing up. A dark screen, okay. you know. But like right after all of that, it only takes like ten minutes, not even fifteen minutes, okay. in getting onto I four, and it's that should that drive should have taken two hours. Yeah, so, and so what did you check like the time or something? Like was it ten minutes? Like was it like I don't know, like one a.m. and one ten? I I what I didn't think to verify that. Yeah, I didn't think to ver verify like if I lost time or something. And then they, I tell this story to people, and most people, they they tend to have whatever you're thinking in your head about what happened to me. Well, I I don't have possibility. Yeah, well, I'm thinking like I'm thinking like alien UFOs. Okay, people, I don't you know I don't know I don't an argument and that I lost my memory. Well, like I don't know. You know what I mean? All I do know is that it took me maybe 20 minutes at most. Oh. Yeah, that's being very generous to get from. Jupiter back. Do you remember the whole drive in between Jupiter and like getting on I four? Yeah, just the lights, just just me, just seeing so the lights in like Jupiter, and then saying you know you're like getting on I four. Wow. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think happened? I don't know. I don't like. I know it was something, but I don't know if it was supernatural. I don't know if it was like alien. I don't know if it maybe is both. I think it was something though. I think it was something unnatural if that made sense. Okay, but it's just not. I can't. I don't. I don't know if it was alien or supernatural. That's, That's what I don't know. That's the question. Like, I heard that yeah. from a couple of people, and then like them directly, and then I've heard about it from like people like, oh, my aunt had that experience. Like said the same thing, but it's like a different. It's always on the road. Oh my, on the same program from like Savannah to you know Daytona or when it, it just it happened like 10 minutes later she was pulling into her house no recollection or like this one professor at UCF I don't remember her name but she was like yeah I was driving near Maitland I-4 near Maitland and then I saw flashing lights and next thing you know I'm like in a parking lot in Winter Park and four hours have passed and I wasn't even like asleep you know that's crazy um, uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. It's one of Nikola Tesla's inventions for sure. It's Nikola Tesla's bucking around people. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time travel or it's yeah. it's future hours. Yeah. No joke, dude. I'm sure we're like yeah. every time you told me that, I thought you were stoned, right? I was like, nah, shit, he's probably just stoned one. I mean, listen, it's kind of like, it's pretty, well, like, that's pretty fucking crazy. I didn't mean, I'm not making another shit. No, I'm believe you, bro. Actually, it's crazy that that you don't have people. And I was like, yeah, oh, whoa, like people who are not like you, you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know you. Those yeah. type, yeah, like boomers. Uh, and I'm not, so we're not, I'm, I don't have like an interest in this stuff. No, I don't know what I'm saying. It's like you hear the story over and over again. It's like, oh, but there's something to it. Yeah, I didn't have Yeah. I don't have an interest. I didn't ask to leave. Yeah, like, that we were always taunting. Yeah, whatever. Just happened right yeah. I do. I really chirped up a little bit, man, and I found some people chirping at you too. 
What do you mean? You know, like you spoke up a little bit about this weird scenario. Oh, I didn't. Like other people yeah. started to chirp it a little. Oh, and like, oh yeah, that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. yeah, but that wasn't the first time. I think it could be maybe supernatural, just because nothing ever happened until I dated that girl, and while I was dating that girl, <laughs> we met up at like in between Jacksonville and Orlando at the state park. Yeah, and it was it was at a night. She literally saw this like old like colonial like ghost soldier, and then. She was like, oh shit, what's that? And I didn't catch it, but next thing I know, there's two handprints on my front window. Yo! They just suddenly appear. And I'm like, what the hell? And then I look back, I'm like, this Putin girl, like, she got me all like, she got like, what does she owe to now? I don't know. I think she just has like a family or something. The, uh, like, of like alive people or like dead people? Whoa. No. <laughs> oh, oh. Are you sure she'd be like taking care of kids or? Yeah, it was babies. That's funny. Yeah, I'm trying to. That's crazy, man. That's a great. You know, and look, there's one really, really, really recent one, and I'll like wrap up that subject because there's like I can go on about it. Um, I was with my my girlfriend, and we're just in her bed, and she's talked about many times, like about her grandmother, um, when she knows when her dead grandmother's around because she can smell her perfume. Can you, could you smell it too when she saw the winch? And uh, I was able to smell it last time. And it, 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 it's ha- she says that she has smelled it before after we had like maybe an argument. Mm-hmm. And I guess her grandmother appears, you know, the mad after that. But it, we had like a little bit of an argument. But I, and but I was still, I didn't like leave. Usually I'd be like, I'd like maybe like distance myself for a little bit after something that we were, you know, I was still there and her and the smell was there and it was intense as hell. I was like, really like a pleasant smell, like perfume. Yeah, it, it was like an, it smells like an old lady. It did, huh? But it's like a vintage, like, it's like an early magic walk to some old lady's house, like my well, grandma's house. Yeah, that type. It's like was. No, not brothers, but had that per- musky perfumey. And I, I get, I get, and I know that. And I, I was just like, that's strong. And it was there for like an hour. And she's like, yeah, she won't leave. And I'm like, tell her to leave. I don't want her in the room. Then I think after after that, the smell started. But I think once once she heard that, yeah, she she left. I was like, all right, enough, enough, enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. it's been yeah. an hour of, yeah. of, 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 of us sitting here in your bed with your grandmother's ghost. Okay. <laughs> just casually, yeah, just casually, uh, casually with your dog. Like, yeah. we do something normal now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like it's homage. So it's to the very minimum. That's your casually, your grandmother's ghost is right here. Yeah. <laughs> I could say that. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I look. That's so funny. I went to um, I went to volunteer for um, what was it? The Special Olympics, Textron Aviation, and I met these guys that worked in corporate, and they gave me some like funny like uh, um, like you know like spooky stories too. You know, they, yeah. apparently they went to this one house where uh, there was it, it's like apparently it used to be haunted, and people go there because it's like you know it's supposed oh, to be yeah. haunted. Well, that's yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they told, I forgot what object it was or something, but they told them, like, yo, like, 
whatever you do, don't grab this object. So like, you know, but that's what you wanted, man. <laughs> and so then they're like, after someone grabbed it, they're like, okay, they start seeing some weird shit. And then they're like, all right, apparition, yeah, I didn't need out with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. But yeah, that's crazy. I think that's the last time I've heard like, uh, like, you know, like ghost stories. That's the one thing, but I want, I don't want an apparition. What, 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 what is it? apparition? What is that? Well, you see the ghost. Oh, oh, you literally see it. We like, literally see like a transparent figure thing floating. That's what, um, that's what your girlfriend could see, right? She could actually see like physically. She's like one time saw, um, so she is the she the house she grew up in, um, in West in in Sanford. Um, she one time saw like a native American in full garb. Oh, to like walk through her and that she saw something like this, like sit down, like she saw like something sit, like she saw it move. On her Ikea food time? On her Ikea food Ikea food or yeah, like an Ikea food time. Maybe. It was, it was, why is it easy and print? Cheap yellow food. Yeah. It doesn't pass you like, you know, and it doesn't help you're not going through to It doesn't help that I have, you know, a second girlfriend and two with all this shit. Oh, you want girlfriends? Well, no, what, you know, now you have a newer girlfriend. Well, I had first, first, my ex in college, she, she just like, wait, wait, she would talk to her grandmother via children who would able, who were able to channel her grandmother. No, what? She'd be like, a, like basically like a random like three year old would be like, like Andrea says hello or something like that. What the yeah, now this summer of <laughs> yeah, that type of thing. And then my girlfriend, she's uh, Caribbean and has all of, like she has like some like witchcraft in her background. No one says you got a tight bro, you got a tight amelie. I didn't even I've been with her for nearly four years. I didn't know until like a year in. You know, that this is in her family. <laughs> yeah, you got tight, man. Yeah, you still know that, I guess. I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> not. Uh, maybe that should be one of the first things you ask, right? When you're meeting someone. Hey, so what's your uh, what's your spooky story? If the universe is trying to pull me towards certain people, I don't want to know it. <laughs> It'll make it obvious, you know what I mean? That's like I said, I don't want to see... I don't want to see an apparition. Yeah, that would be a bit too much. I wouldn't either. I don't know what I would do. Yeah, let's celebrate now. Oh, you know, nah. yeah, like oh shit, you'd, you'd freeze. You wouldn't, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. I'd be like, oh, you want to introduce yourself on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I would do. Get going now, shoo, huh? <laughs> so if you get going, you better get going. Yeah, yeah, literally, like, hey, we're having a conversation for you. Get the out there. Shit. I think if anything, like something electronic would happen. It was like some sort of disturbance. Mm. This is definitely what it seems like to me. Be pretty fucking like the supernatural. Like if like a strong dairy that she did up at bus Tuesdays or like let your tech ghost would be cheap. Like a strong ghost. That'd be dope. Like an oh ghost and supernatural exists. They definitely like interfere with technology. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like that whole poltergeist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing you know, which is. Apparently based off a of true events, and apparently like you're cursed if you watch the whole movie or some shit like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently, like, uh, the the whole cast of the movie, like, they all like experienced a bunch of shit during when it was filmed. Oh no, shit! Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. What kind of stuff would they experience? 
like the actual stuff that they were filming about. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Except it was happening to them offset. Yeah. Oh, because they were filming. Yeah. Something based off of real experiences, like at the house that it happened. Oh, it was like a Native American burial sign or some shit. You know what I mean? I could have my facts wrong about that. There could be someone who will be like a poltergeist movie expert. Be, oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Than both. Poltergeist, that definitely was not how it was filmed. It was definitely not at the original house. Obviously, either way, it was based off of uh, events and all the cast, the cast, like, whenever it was filmed, they all reported that they experience a whole bunch of things that's crazy anyway yeah yeah so crazy well what what would i what would you say uh like i'm gonna switch it to aviation well would you say like um like same thing how you were saying how you feel like there was like a calling um or like just like like having the universe kind of align itself that have you noticed how you've gotten in touch with aviation or for both of you guys yeah so you can you can go first jeremy yeah go ahead how did you get but how'd you get into it how'd you find even i I guess i just kind of always you know i don't remember there ever being a time but i remember um let me try and think i guess uh quite back I know you, your family's had, like, uh, they've had history, too, in aviation, yeah? No, no one in our family has been in, uh, like, aviation. Both my parents, they haven't traveled, you know, like, too much by airplanes. I've never had a grandparent who was, like, a pilot or anything like that. Oh, okay. I'm first generation, uh, basically, anything, travel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been, uh, it's been pretty uh entrepreneurial just getting involved you know what i'm saying never really had like uh, anyone in my family is like oh meet my friend or like meet uh this other person he's a pilot family friend or like meet or like i'll take you to the airport like my dad doesn't fly really mom is like i think she dated a fighter pilot when she was younger around like my age right mm-hmm. so that's pretty much it um but it, there was like different steps of involvement uh, for, since i can remember i've always wanted my own airline mm. but it, there's never really been like uh like a point of uh what realization or nothing was like ah oh, this is it but i do remember my grandfather my grandmother same ones uh, that i was talking about earlier the ones who passed uh first mm-hmm. but remember something about my grandma she was uh she they came to visit uh around like every thanksgiving and for the uh, high holidays that's what we call the uh like jewish holidays mm-hmm. it was like just a bunch of group of uh holidays that are kind of like all within the same month mm-hmm. give or take and uh they came in for that uh or like hanging out they're playing with me in uh the living room my of that my childhood house mm-hmm. And, uh, my grandmother was like, you're a little bit different. So you're just gonna, we're gonna have to figure out a way to make your own future. And, uh, they're kind of stuck. And that, I don't know, that was kind of like the convergence, I guess. But 
I just kind of always knew. I never really knew what. What? What do you mean? Just wanted my own airliner. Yeah. And then there's other things too. You know, there's other points of uh, like other stuff I want to get into. But I've just kind of always done it. I tried to uh, be a pilot. You know, I'm saying like a one specific path. Mm-hmm. But uh, at some point, it does kind of like cause a little bit of uh, like emotional pain to dedicate myself to one. Uh, thing so I could be you know yeah let's say flight operations or finance or whatever yeah uh, one specific job bullshit right mm-hmm. but there's I don't think there's anything that could uh, really be fit as naturally as just being uh, for lack of better words an entrepreneur within aviation there's no limit and yeah what I can get involved in and you know there's no one above me saying you can only work. 40 hours or you have eight hours of overtime that you're allowed per week. Yeah, you're independent. Or you have to work, you know, 40 hours. No, you cannot, you know, work at your own schedule. And then, you know, if you're lucky, you get promoted and get to do something different. You have to reapply. But when you own the company, when you're in charge of it, you get to just kind of position sideways at will and, you know, fill in, do this, do that. Figure out something you like to do in addition to being in charge, and then it's, you know, usually you just kind of find a an activity, and you take on a new <laughs> job title, too, so it also, it's, like, quantifiable as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I like the involvement, and I think, basically, uh, ever since, like I said, ever since, I can remember the involvement, the, uh, the pursuit of making an airline mm-hmm. is, uh, it's that. That's good. That's so funny that you mentioned about like, be, we say saying that you started out you know wanting to be a pilot and then but it's like two, you're it, it's only that one thing you know and when you said that I I was like holy shit I really resonate with that yeah because I was thinking, yeah oh, you know so that's crazy that you mentioned that yeah at some point like yeah uh, business side of the airlines maybe scheduling maybe dispatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, even uh, thought about becoming a physician and like healer factors in aviation coming up with safety protocols a safety specialist right yeah but all of these things together it's like you can never really you go to be a, a safety specialist right okay that's interesting yeah but you never really get to load bags onto an airplane touch and feel the bottom of the engine and you know spin the the engine a little bit while the doors are closed yeah the plane sitting around but if you own the airline then you can do whatever you want yeah yeah uh, it's yours it's gonna tell you dog with a pilot and the flight attendant at the same time but you know what i'm saying like it there's no limit yeah there is no limit. it makes yeah. more sense yeah i was thinking about it too like uh like business wise um and the business part is thrilling i mean it's thrilling well i mean you're building something yeah yeah you get to create it how you want to do it and you get to work the hours you want to work. And it's usually, it ends up being more because you're really invested in what you're doing. And it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. When you build something and at the end of the day, you're like, holy shit, I got this done. I made it. Little things yeah. of uh, this. Like you could take a little bit of uh, inspiration for some, or like you could just kind of get to make your own tool set mm-hmm. through various things in, mm-hmm. in life, whether it be inspiration from like a fucking object or conversation. Yeah. Or basically anything at all like not only when you create a company can you uh or to, like you had to 
to make it like universally understood, you have to call it like a company, right? Or you have to call it a job. It's not really that. It's like a, a mission, but the way the society would live in, you have to call what you do for your work on a daily basis, uh, your job, you have to call it a company, right? So we're just going to keep it you know, under those uh, basic terms. I mean, it's too confusing, but in order to make a company, like you, you could just kind of build your own, uh, not only like company, not all, and you don't have to only build or like paint your own picture. Mm -hmm. But if you want to, you can also make your own brushes. You can uh, make your own paint as well. I mean, you're getting like 10 levels deep, mm -hmm. but like you're going from knee deep to like neck deep and creek, you know, and fucking, uh, just submerge a total involvement. Yeah. No, but if you like swimming, then I'm <laughs> hating that it's a good match. Yeah. Yeah. What are they doing? Sense? No, it makes sense. Or, you know, or diving in, you know, and going how deep, you don't know how deep it is, but you're just fucking exploring, you know, whatever's dealing the waters. I think, I think companies are like living entities, you know, like it's almost its own being. Cause think about it. You build something big enough or any operation, right? It's like, uh, it's almost like a human being or, a, you know, like a living being. You got the head of the guy who's creating everything. It was building. like you don't even he got that hands. No, it, I think it's like a living, breathing thing that has operations and move. Like, think about it. Like the cells in your body, like as an organism, I mean, you don't necessarily tell it what to do, but it's like an, it, it's almost like, imagine it be like little people fucking working and, yeah. and having some of your body, yeah. Uh, showing up happy. And yeah. Yeah. You got like red blood cells, your, your butt, or your, uh, your gut biome. I said, butt. your gut biome. Yeah. Like, well, your butt will feel better too. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think that's how the same thing like companies work. It ends up being like a. Like a whole ass, you know, like yeah, entity or living, you know, living thing, living and breathing thing, and and you're the one that gets to build it and and see how it is, and like seeing like it's never. I, I think it's never like really a final product when you're building something, but you can, as a business owner or an entrepreneur, you can always you know sell off your company or anything and build it up because you have yeah. more ideas. But you know, you're probably invested in that company itself and you'll find someone who shares the same values and stuff of the company and then you get to go and build this other huge entity that becomes a huge thing you know and it's own you know it's i don't know it's like it's own thing in yeah, the world you're yeah. opening up shit yeah. just kind of works out yeah yeah it's crazy but that's basically but not the way you anticipate it yeah. and i feel like <laughs> aviation and just getting back into that is just a natural transition for me and my work is like if i don't work like that's the company there the company is dead if i'm not logged in working you know what i mean so i feel like i'm like the organism that keeps it alive for sure yeah and i for me it's a natural transition just being like a travel aficionado not you know being well traveled and being um very just 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 knowledgeable about just being like every place in the world and um you know right now you know focus like where i've been focusing recently on like cruise vessels getting into um it um get getting into planes it's, it's like a natural transition for me and it's actually since so many of the trips I do are one way, like, like I tell you, like I've been saying, 
you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of old timers, you know, looking for a one way ticket. <laughs> like we were saying earlier, right? Yeah. <laughs> people, people will get their tickets just to the island. They call the fall into America. They do a lot of world cruises for a lot of old people are expecting to not come back from. That's funny. I'm sure they have. So I'm sure they have. I'm sure they expect that. Oh, they have a crew of oh, ships yeah. expect like 20 of their passengers. <laughs> Redo, yeah. Like a home. What do they do with the bodies? Do they just let them aboard? Or yeah, like, like international waters or what? Uh, no, they keep it around until they can uh, properly before they return to port. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they can't just drop it off anywhere. They they hold, they hold There's a morgue. Every ship has a morgue. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mona and the Snowberry Channel one. What? Oh, Royal Caribbean probably is only going to have like They'll be able to have like three, four bodies at most, and but a princess, a princess or Holland America might be able to take up to thirty. That's nuts. Yeah, so have they done on the cruise? They just like close their eyes and they're like, "This is it. It is time. It's time." I'm sure they feel it. These cruises are go on for a really long time, and you know, I, I don't know. You know, if you're out at sea for a long time, maybe you just. You get confused as to what your needs are, as to like what time it is, maybe, especially if you're, you know, if you're up in like near Alaska or something during the summer, the sun's never setting. What time is it? Yeah, yeah. if you're really old, that can confuse some best time to bet it. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Maybe, maybe they just become at peace with what, you know, they're fucking doing. They, oh, I'm going to feel free, be feel free out at sea, and it's... And and I I, I I don't blame them for doing it. <laughs> I don't. You know, I really don't. You know, they're these these are people who have lived long lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're able to live. They want to go out that way. You yeah. know, that's all it is. Uh huh. So what? How does how does that relate to uh uh like the aviation side? You're saying? Oh, it does. It does it. Oh, I'm just saying. I but bu- I booked a lot of water. Like, I just get I booked a lot of one way tickets. <laughs> yeah, that's round trips too. On yeah, yeah. and you know, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that, that's funny how how people will do that. Yeah, I booked one earlier today. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, no, you know, like oh, I know damn well like this person by the. You know, going back, going back to their home in Plymouth, England. <laughs> They're not coming back. <laughs> you know, that's so funny, man. Yeah, that's the reverse Mayflower, dude. You remember Mayflower left for Plymouth? No, there you go. They had a reverse Mayflower. Yeah, yeah. No, no I'm kidding. So, what? What about you, Jacob? What? Uh, what? Uh, do you have any like goals like for a for aviation or what have you explored or what are you uh i, I definitely want to be like just what are you looking into be a travel entrepreneur and i know i want to be some of that the first point of contact for er- everything traveling yeah you know what i mean like not just stuff that i can do but just questions that i can answer you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i want you know someone who wants a flight uh, they want a flight, a cruise to get there, and then a land and and then a land resort to stop at. Like, I want to be that first point of contact, and I want to be like, I I want to like have have a business where I'm where I'm where I'm well known, mm-hmm. 
you know, to do all those things for people. Like an exclusive itinerary for everything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're saying, bro. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, you got to have someone that, that, you know, has certain... Um, being able to do that, you definitely need need to know a lot of the people in aviation or just, just networking in general, right? Yeah. To be able to book stuff. Um, yeah, that's cool. I, I book a lot of people going to Alaska and sometimes... Um, they just want to take a ship back. You know, what do you mean? So some people like one, for example, I was talking about like those one way cruises. Yeah. All, sometimes people will go up to Alaska for a while one way and then on another Alaska cruise back down. Oh. Two separates. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe they, they kick the can on the second one or what? They're going to have to go around for another shot. What are they worried about awesome. saving money if they're dead? Right. Well, these are these are people who are who plan on being alive. Actually, they. I'll oh, wrap with round trip. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. No, these are round trippers. Like, these are not. Why wait? To matter. Vancouver to Alaska, staying there for a while, and then Alaska, back to Vancouver. So yeah, mm. you know, and because they don't they don't care about you know, or they they care about coming back home as opposed to other people. They're like, I don't, I don't care how long I'm out there for. Maybe yeah, yeah maybe they're. They they're like if I die out there whenever, but at least I have a, a nice trip back. I don't know what I mean. That's funny. Many people want to go to Alaska for sketchy reasons. It's always been well, sketchy. Was they have a good aviation uh, background there? I guess a lot of people. I think I heard it's more popular to oh yeah like to travel like, instead of a car, right? And that's yeah. so you know yeah. that helps. You know, like that's already been my niche for a while. Aviation is very common there like it's 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 something it's something that people do every day there like driving a car like you have to literally fly on a plane to travel to like the store or something sometimes you know i mean yeah yeah literally yeah and yeah so yeah that's crazy yeah um and uh a question that came up for me was uh and you know anyone can answer this it's like when you're you know when you're starting to do um, any sort of like, you know, entrepreneurship or starting to go out, um, and try to do your own thing. I feel like a lot of, like a big part about, you know, doing business or being an entrepreneur is like, you know, like you, you fail a lot, you know, and, but you have to pick yourself back up and keep going forward. It's really and handle the re rejection and know something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have any like tips or tricks that you guys use when, you know? When shit hits the fan or whatever, I mean, if you let it get to you, then that's you're you're signing yourself up for failure. A yeah, one way ticket, yeah. Like, oh yeah, you know, you to like, you know, when you do when you do something independent or entrepreneurial, you have to know what you're getting into. You know, it's it's a bit naive to think that you won't face rejection. The first time around, like you can't walk into something expecting success without really putting it to work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyone who's experienced success has experienced rejection. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just it's it it's it's necessary. If anything, it makes you better. I think. Yeah. I remember we didn't we practice that, or we had like uh, we did team training, Jeremy. And we had like a 
we had like a training of, of some sort of that. We talked about it. And uh, what, didn't we go to like Starbucks or something? Or we were supposed to ask, we were supposed to ask uh, some question or something and get fear or rejection. Do you remember that? And then you, and then you're telling me about uh, how you will, how like in like when you're flying, you'll just ask for first class or whatever. And you know, worst case is that they say no, right? You know? But it's a it's a good practice to show us the does it work to just do yeah it's worked for him yeah you just ask for first class yeah and you say no to these blue eyes man don't you go the charm and that no I the charm then Jerry charm yeah yeah is it like when you go to a hotel in Vegas and slip like a twenty or fifty you know you get a much sweeter room type with it you had a method you had a method to it well you don't have no no forgot what it worked that did to it's it's food. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you bring, you bring, like, donuts to the gate, and you're like, what's up? I was slip a 20 in there. So that's what I mean. I feel like that's not, like, personal enough, right? Like, like just having, like... No, I mean, I don't know. It's a great conversation. Nah. Like, on a, what, unobjective conversation or whatever? I yeah, like, kind of, like, uh, forget that you're uh, uh, gonna enable first class, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But... Yeah, every time I've done that, well, not every time, but I was like, maybe on a buddy pass? Yeah, sometimes, but there there was one time where it did kind of maybe uh, shouldn't have said some things, but said some things, and some people got a little upset. So no first class that time? The actual passengers or the... F- the I'll people? tell you the story. Oh, but this was like one of the times I was like, all right, things got a little too comfortable. We <laughs> got a little too cocky. Like, they didn't turn me down for first class for a bit. So, for the last few flights. So, I got a little, you know, started spreading my legs. <laughs> um, I was on a spirit flight and I was using one of my friends' buddy passes. Uh-huh. And on, apparently, on spirit flights, right? Or like, uh, as using a buddy pass, you have to be like professional or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to the back galley and uh, to talk to the well, I used the bathroom, talk to the flight attendants, right? Mm-hmm. And they were just chatting it up with me. They were like, "Ah, oh, how do you know uh, Caleb? That's not the flight that's name, but mm-hmm. I won't say his name because, you know, yep, 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 yep. you know, yeah, yeah. confidential reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah come on. But <laughs> uh. They were like, what do you do? Like, how do you know Caleb? I was like, I have aviation stuff. They're like, what do you do? I'm like, well, uh, you know when you're flying at night and you see those shooting stars outside? And fly tens are like, yeah. Like, you what, you work for like Lockheed Martin or something? And I was like, no, 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 those shooting stars, that's my company. Like, what do you mean? Like, you work for, oh, like, that's my company. And one of flight attendants got really like she started shake just trolling me. Goes, she got really oh yeah, I don't have a shooting star. No. <laughs> but she started like shake like quivering a little bit. And left like yeah, we were all like oh, that's okay. Yeah. And uh, she's like she slapped up her uh, jump seat, locked it in place, and like just kind of stormed to the front uh, and like sat back down in the front galley. We're like what the what? She just got mad like yeah. Why would she, why did she get oh because she probably knew you're trolling or what? Or she, I don't know, man. No, she thought I was serious, or maybe she just had it out for me. But um, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, anyways, like four days later, I get a call from my friend, a text from my friend. He's like, "Hey, um, 
you like next time you use my buddy gas, you got to be really professional next time. I got a complaint on there from the scheduler, right? The schedule sling and whatever. Uh-huh. But she said, uh, one of the, he said that one of the flight attendants, uh, you told her that you had a carry on full of open liquor and that you, uh, and that you make missiles. <laughs> and I'm like, is this when you do all flies? You punk with the flight? So I love floating conversation, bro. I'm pretty sure, like, you know, and I didn't even have a carry on. You just saw, uh, you just saw some shit outside and said that's your compass. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you see the shooting stall out where you 40 down through feet above Denver or something. Unfortunately, this section of the show was lost. However, it is pretty funny since uh, they end up getting called back, or Jeremy gets a call back saying not to uh, mess with the flight attendants anymore. But later on, he talks about how uh, he had the perfect date um, that he found uh, this girl on a plane, and he explains some of the story here. But also, you'll see some of the story explained further in the next part two of this show. Right. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, we exchanged numbers, and, uh, she did, she did the whole, like, LinkedIn thing, like, oh, I'd love to connect and learn more about you, and then I was like, wanna go on a date to Universal, Nick? <laughs> you do that. Yeah, yeah, I know, whenever, you, you're, you're shot, like, I'm not, like, going back and forth, I'm like, I'll barely text him at all, but I'll be like, can you meet me here at Park Avenue at, like, uh, 2 p.m. Wednesday afternoon? I feel like that's how Jet Moffy, and yeah. if not... We'll reschedule, but if it goes on, I'm just like, all right, toss from the side, I guess. Like, yeah, I'll toss out the application. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's the, that's what happened when we went to Universal. I'm going to show you pictures. You choose for good, but it's a really good time, but we just kind of went, you know, our separate ways. And she was, uh, I think I was 24 at the time. She was 22. So I think, what? You're 26. Yeah, yeah. Keep pretending you're my exact age. Yeah, not you. You, you, you said, Yeah, the one year. Yeah, but you didn't. Um, you graduated a different year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um. So it was. Uh, like, uh, it was one of those that we went to Universal. It was a lovely time. I held her hand and we uh, we kissed. Metal. at the parking lot. And uh, it was like I said, it was a good time. It was a, it was a magical time. Oh God, I I uh, no 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 like it was like a nice experience. I have a uh, exact opposite experience when I went the first time day to Universal. Well, yeah, don't get me wrong. Most of them are quite the inverse of this. Like, <laughs> like this kid did kind of like she um she was uh, I don't think I said her name, so I'll say this. Uh, she was, you know, when someone has like a parent who's an alcoholic, probably okay. a like recovering alcoholic, it was a pretty sad situation, but it is what it is, you know, but Hey, watch it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, 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 I'm loud because I don't know, I don't know where you're going through with that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think she had like a really well concealed, but like budding alcohol problem it was like she would she would text me she'd be like and she went to what uf at the time right so she would text me and she'd be like going out tonight but every night that she went out every drink that she had was wasn't just like one drink it wasn't two drinks it would be she a beer and then going uh completely blacked out at night the fully white 
Yeah, yeah. So you can kind of see the patterns that she was worried about. Her mom was an alcoholic, like really, really bad, almost lost everything, right? Including her life. But you can kind of see these patterns in people that like, oh, you're worried about being an alcoholic too because it can run in genetics. Or yeah, so the same, right? Yeah. But you're worried about it. You don't want to be like your mom, but you're also drink it when you have a drink. You're not doing anything about it. So like, you may not be an alcoholic now. It may be to be totally fine, right? Overall, it makes fine now. But like, I see the writing on the wall. You know, like, if, if you don't develop the habits now when you're 22 to say, uh, I'll have a drink or two, mm-hmm. then it's like, when are you gonna do it? You know, like what what's the point in which you draw a line that says like, if I cross this line. I'm liable to end up like my mother, right? Mm-hmm. And then something that a lot of alcoholics do when you call out on it, where you try to have a conversation, is they freak out. You know, um, I had a conversation with her. I was like, you know, I, I I really like you, but I'm concerned that you drink a little bit too much, and you say that you don't want to be like your mom, but I don't. In all honesty, I don't see you taking the measures to not end up like your mom right mm-hmm. and i'm like i listen i get it but you know this has got to change or else i gotta you know head on out yeah and uh she she snapped at me she was like this is not true you know nothing about me it was just like one of those typical things like if you're an alcoholic yeah you're gonna you get, like you get, like like denial all that when i look at someone you're like and they they know that you like got them like in a very vulnerable spot uh-huh it was like that. It was, um, but I was like, eh. and then she kind of attacked me because, uh, did mushrooms and she was like, well, you do mushrooms. You're going to turn out being an addict. And I was like, no one's ever, what? yeah, that's not how that was. Yeah. No one's ever died from mushroom overdose. No one's ever like, you know, ended up behind the wind Dixie because it's not for me, but I've seen one person do it ever. And they took five grams at once and it made them quit cigarettes for the rest. Yeah. I've read like really felt like alcoholism, you know what I'm saying? Like people's lives aren't like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like you get home and you drink a bottle of whiskey every like, yeah, that's a problem. Mushrooms. I did it once. And it, like mushrooms once, and she was like, "The I can't handle that. You're you're a fucking druggie." Well, she probably was trying to map back, like, right? Yeah, and yeah, well, yeah. finding so yeah. it was somewhat romantic up until that. Point. Oh, you the 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 data universal was too good to be true, almost too. But it was just like it was nice. It was the first time in my life that it was just. You know, like rest, fresh out, like independent. You know, yeah, and yeah, my ticket, even yeah, verse yeah. and uh, like the world was still kind of new in terms of like my career and the the fact that I can just like go and travel. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, go and travel for work. Yeah, steal like a medge, which is like a like a nice young man. Yeah, I'd yeah. been chuckling to see you. Let, yeah, appreciate you having me for you know the podcast and everything. With- yeah, that was fun, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, and yeah. just getting to that time because what I haven't even like looked at my phone. Honestly, yeah, yeah, what time yeah. was it? Oh, was it well, Oh, we were we were on for. Well, I got here at ten. Got on ten cents. Yeah, about two hours. Yeah, yeah. Mads, Mads. I wonder. I don't know why I got it got cut out. I I, I hope it didn't cut, get cut out too early. Yeah, hopefully I'll be able to sound. Just let's go on or I, I usually just let it run and I put it on automatic. This is the first time where I noticed like that it like cut. So I'll hopefully I'll, I'll have some stuff. I don't know when it stopped. 
setting it said stopped for like two thousand bars or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bar two thousand bars. I don't know. Zanies. That's my Zanny. There you go. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you out of me. I'll catch y'all later for sure. All right. Hey, that'll see you again. Yes, sir. See you, Shake. Yep. Take it easy, Jeremy. See you later, Dan. Either. Right. Yeah. Slide by. See you, man. Yep. You are the rest of the rest of the session. If you've gone this far into the podcast, I appreciate you. In part two of this episode, Jeremy Janowski focuses more on business aviation as we have a good time. Stay tuned for part two to be released in the next couple of days. Until then. Thanks for listening and see you next time.